Plot twists. Candy candy floss. Movie tickets. I'm not really good at this. Story arcs. Plot twists. I said plot. Uh, oh. The plot thickens. Oh, Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Thrillers. Serial killers. Sharks. Ooh. Good guys. Bad guys. Dinosaur. Great white shark. Greater white sharks. <laughs> Fast cars. Directors. Fast women. Comedies. Dramas. Sci-fi. Rom-coms. Robots. Sequels. Prequels. VHS. Blu-ray. That's enough, isn't That's it? That's all right, yeah. I'm James. I'm Maxi. And this is Popped Corn. Welcome. Welcome again to another week of Popped Corn. I'm Maxie. And I'm James. And we're coming to you live from my mother's basement. (laughs) To both of our listeners, undoubtedly in your mother's basements, you'll be familiar of what it is that we're profiling, B-grade films. That's right. And what are B-grade films? Well, of course, they have a formulaic storyline with many inconsistencies, poor production quality, hopefully, lesser known or a has-been cast with questionable acting abilities, a low budget, and of course, laughable quotes. Right. And this film had spades of all of those things. Would you like to read the synopsis of this one? I would like to read the synopsis <laughs> of the film. Very good. In the future, after a worldwide economic collapse, society has become a totalitarian police state, censoring all cultural activity. The government pacifies the populace by broadcasting game shows where convicted criminals fight for their lives, where runners attempt to evade stalkers aren't mercenaries and near certain death for a chance to be pardoned by the state. Oh, wait, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger's 1987 film, Running Man. Because <laughs> I thought you were reading the synopsis to the film that we just watched then called Turkey Shoot. You'd be mistaken. That's right. Well, why don't we go over the synopsis for uh, Turkey Shoot and see if there are any similarities. Excellent. Take it away. In the near future, SEAL Commander Rick Tyler is sent to Libya to assassinate its leader. After apparently completing the mission, he finds himself in a prison charged with war crimes for murdering the population of a village during the currently ongoing World War Africa. And his mission apparently failed as the Libyan leader is still alive. Sentenced to death, he is given a temporary reprieve. Or a reprieve? Ah, reprieve. Okay. To appear on the popular reality television show called Turkey Shoot where he is pitted against a series of professional killers voted by the audience. If Tyler, who has no weapons, survives all three levels of hunting, he will receive a pardon. Mm. Now, that's Running Man. No, mm. that's Turkey Shoot. That's Turkey Shoot. But Turkey Shoot didn't even begin to be called Turkey Shoot. They changed the name from the Elimination Game. That's correct. However, Turkey Shoot, the film of 2014, is itself based on... A 1982 film with the same name? That's correct. However, the 1982 film in is a not... In a tea in the future. In a tea towel. In a tea towel. In a Everybody must have a tea towel. <laughs> oh, okay. So how do you say this word? Totalitarian? That's correct. Uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the near future of that nature, social deviants are sent to prison camps for re-education and behavioral modification. The new arrivals at Camp 47 are... Look, I'm not going to go through this because it takes a while, but the last couple of sentences uh, that Wikipedia has given us are, if they can evade the heavily armed guests in the surrounding jungle until sundown, Chris, Rita and Paul will be set free. No TV show in that film. No, there's no TV show, but they introduced a TV show into the 2014 version Mm. of that film. And I think it was called The Elimination Game, but they took that name away because it sounded like The Hunger Games. Mm. And they thought, we can't use the name and still the entire 
concept either. So we'll just take the concept and we'll change it back to Turkey Shoot. That's right. So they took the name from the 1982 movie, the plot from Running Man, and the concept from The Hunger Games. Yep. And they threw no money at it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And they said, how do we waste people's lives for 90 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) They came up with a really good answer. They certainly did. Yeah. Uh, Look, perhaps I'm not as critical of this film as you are. I didn't think it was as bad as you'd made it out to be. Okay. Shoot. Well, yes, the graphics were bad. Yes, the acting was questionable. And yes, some of the scenes dragged on endlessly. And yes, sometimes they referred to scenes that had not been filmed. However, I felt that it made up for all of those with laughable quotes coming from the host and hostess of the TV show of the same name within the film, Turkey Shoot. (laughs) Can I read out a couple of those quotes that came to mind? I would be honoured. So the tagline of the TV show is, it's live or death. Good, good. When he's in the game, get ready for pain. Good. When one of the would-be assassins lost his head by decapitation, one of the hosts says, he sure got an unexpected head job. Brilliant. And one of the other would-be assassins, whose name was Armageddon, appears. The hostess says, Armageddon excited. No, she did. She did. It happened. We were there. (laughs) And so this was actually written by one of the actors... Um, in the movie, uh, Belinda McClory, I think, yes. was the. Uh, um, she was one of the co-writers. Should we go over the cast actually? Yeah, let's whilst do we're that. here. Yeah. Um, I'll start with her. Um, Belinda McClory was played by Meredith Baxter, and so she co-wrote this film. I wonder if she wrote those classic one-liners. Who's the actress and who's the character? Um, you'll never know until now. Meredith Baxter is the actress. Uh, Belinda McClory is the um, uh, the bad is the character. Excellent. So I wonder if Ms. Baxter just went to a room and hid away for a long, long time and wrote whatever came to her. And then when she came out, she gave the script to one of her very good friends who just didn't have the heart to tell her that this was a cross between Hunger Games and right. The Running Man. That wouldn't surprise me if that happened. Maybe she's got some really supportive friends. She must do. Maybe she's got friends that don't watch movies. <laughs> That's right. Or read books. This is brilliant. You're going to make billions with us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've never seen this story before. <laughs> the next thing that Ms. Baxter's going to come up with is a story about twins. <laughs> but one, one who's far stronger than the other. What's another idea? How about a... Uh, a robot from the future that comes back <laughs> through time. I like that a lot. Um, okay, so she played Belinda McClory, who was the uh, executive producer of the show. Um, strangely, she's the one, uh, she's the first person that the main character sees. I feel like I'm jumping ahead of this. So I'm just going to start with the main characters. The main yeah. character The main character is, uh, is Rick, um, someone. And he's played by uh, Dominic Purcell, who was... Uh, famously the, the older brother in Prison Break. That's right. I've never really seen Prison Break. Nor have I. It seemed to go a few seasons deep. Uh, the people that I know who saw it say it kind of uh, started to get a little bit uh, monotonous uh, after the uh, after the first season. But apparently the first season's very good. I don't know how many times you can break from a prison. Second season, it's like, watch out for these guys. <laughs> That's right. They've <laughs> broken out of two <laughs> prisons already. <laughs> This is the third so, season. Season six. All right, guys, do your worst. <laughs> um, and so he is—he's uh, the main character. Um, I think he's—I uh, think he's in his late forties now. Um, Looking good. Yeah, in, he's in excellent shape. But there's something about him that is a little bit uh, off. Like he hasn't got the 
face. He doesn't have expressions. He's, he's got... Uh, every scene he's in, he looks like he feels awkward for being there. Uh, but that's, um, that's him. Meredith Baxter, the person we said before, the woman uh, who co-wrote the film, uh, she was actually in The Matrix mm-hmm. and um, A Country Practice. And look, her character, she played it incredibly well. I actually thought that actress was... That that character was a centrepiece to the entire film. I'm fucking this puppy. He's just lifting its tail, so stay with me, please. Turkey shoots the game, and you're the turkey. Uh, she was in The Matrix mm-hmm. and A Country Practice. So two, two very famous things, both filmed in Australia. Uh, the Matrix probably more successful on a global scale but a country practice mm-hmm. um, which was a, a massive hit on uh, Prime Channel 7 yeah but uh, did it make it into Sydney it did yeah it mainly a country show oh, I watched it growing yeah. up yeah. as a child what do you think um, with Esme Watson mm-hmm. and others and Fatso the Wombat <laughs> Jill Wilson played Viva Bianca um, as Commander Wilson that's right uh, another famous or another female actress from Australia. She started off with uh, Blue Healers and All Saints, mm-hmm. as most Aussies will at some point, and then went off to do other things like Spartacus, the TV series. I do hope that she goes well. Have any of them starred in any of the Superman films? Archie, can we edit that out? <laughs> Archie, our intern. Uh, Archie, our intern. Meanwhile, uh, so who else we got? Um, uh, who was the sniper? Uh, he was Robert Taylor. Uh, he played Ramrod, the uh, the sniper, um, who has starred in a long list of shows, but uh, notably, most recently, and perhaps most notably as the sheriff in Longmire. He's doing well for himself. <clears throat> it's a good show. So you finished turkey shoot. So what? There'll be a new turkey next week. You'll always be remembered as a chicken shit coward killer for women and children. I'll always be Ramrod. He was in Wolf Creek as I, well. I don't like horror films. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're not going to profile any horror films. Uh, Nicholas Hammond, um, he was the... General Thatcher. Yeah, and um, he, most famously, was Friedrich. Fri- Frederick, Frederick, in The Sound of Music. He was. So who was Frederick? I haven't seen The Sound of Music. Was he one of the bad guys or was he one of the Nazis? Um, Friedrich, Sound of Music. I think he was one of the kids. I don't think he was the oldest kid. Uh, maybe he was. I cannot let World War Africa be my legacy. It has got to end. Uh, and so what else happened in this film? I remember um, in the opening shot... Nazis are like a snake. They are like a snake? Yeah. They're more afraid of you. Oh, right. <laughs> Just uh, got to stamp your feet real loudly. Okay, so try and imagine this TV show on our TV screens today. Which of our TV shows currently screening do you think should be life or death for the contestants? Is Supermarket it, Sweep? What's the, where's the life or death thing? Um, if you don't get all of the items into your shopping trolley, uh, you get shot in the head. <laughs> Or one of the items in your shopping trolley has cyanide in it. Right. Is it the cornflakes? And you're going to eat in front of the yeah. contestants. That's right. Right. Wheel of Fortune with Russian roulette rules. Yep. I reckon they spin the wheel as per usual, mm. but instead of saying, you know, $5,000, mm. it's like sort of game over. Yeah. It's, it's a... It, what? You don't even get a chance to guess the word. <laughs> <laughs> 
What other TV shows are there on TV? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Die a Millionaire? Yeah. Because I don't know if you watched it recently, but there seems to be a panel of 10 contestants and if you don't know the answer, you can pass. But I think the rule should be, if you pass, all nine other people are shot. (laughs) (laughs) What if in said Big Brother, everyone's locked in a room for three months but they're actually not filming you at all. And you're just locked in there. <laughs> it's just a three. It's three months in prison. What if it's and you if, get out after three months and you realise that no one's been paying any attention to you? <laughs> I like that because that'll be a nice surprise for us when they come out. We won't know who they are. That's right. <laughs> They'll just be appearing at <laughs> Westfields <laughs> all over the country doing special appearances. Who are you? What if it's Big Brother, but we seal the whole thing off and we don't feed them. But we starve them and we see how long it takes for them to decide who they're going to eat. That's correct. I like that. Yeah. I like that show. Yeah. Um, What's Channel 9's number? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Turkey shoot. Where were we? So we've talked about the cast. We've talked about the story. Um, is it time for searchimdb.com? Yes, it is. Okay, folks. It's time for that section of the show that I like to call searchimdb.com. And as Maxi searches, I am going to explain the rules of how this works. He types in letters and uh, he explains which movies come up uh, as he types and how long it takes for Turkey Shoot to appear. That's right. And we use this as a yardstick to determine how popular the movie is. Here we go. I'm typing in Turkey Shoot. T, I get Stranger Things, currently starring on Netflix. Which is brilliant. was brilliant. T-U-R, I've got the actress Sophie Turner. She's also brilliant. Turkey, I've got the actress Anne Turkel. Turkey, I've got Turkey Shoot. Oh. There you go. So after the K. After the K. Okay, right. Beg your pardon, after the Y. And was it the first Turkey Shoot? It was the second Turkey Shoot from 2014. So does that suggest to us that perhaps the 2014 version has been more successful than the 92 version? It seems to be doing incredibly 82 well. 82 version, my apologies. Mm, it seems to be doing incredibly well. There we go. So let's, what happens in this movie? So, um, so he has to do these three rounds of elimination against different assassins in different locations. Um, halfway through the second round... Commander Wilson. Commander Wilson rescues him with a, with a Blackhawk, I think they said it was. The, uh, and so he gets away and then they um, land that, they pinch someone's car, they drive to a hotel. She uses an iPhone 5, which is actually a metal detector in the story, uh, to locate where he was bugged. Mm. Uh, she pulls out the chip and she crushes it quite mm-hmm. easily under her foot. If they were tracking, they would know where he wasn't. Because uh, they to... slept there at the motel that entire night. Yeah, they'd need to she leave must it there have and broken move. at like 7 o'clock. They right. were probably there until about 6 o'clock the next morning. Yeah, they'd have a nap. Probably got some um, breakfast in bed. They had a romantic affair as well. We forgot to mention. Relations. Yeah. Not much chemistry, but that's okay. <clears throat> that's what you get in B-grade films. Um so after that, what Not happened? Not like Birdemic too. <laughs> no, that was hot. That was that was a that was a sex hot scene too. Awkward. <laughs> At least we didn't see the camera crew in the background of this one. That's correct. And so, what? Well, one thing leads to another. I do remember that uh, there was a big um, march. There was a big protest or parade of some sort in the city. And I think they were using stock footage for this because they couldn't quite tell. Uh, what they were rallying for or against. I remember looking at the flags. There was one for the uh, Weimar Republic. Uh, there were rainbow flags. Uh, there were healthcare signs. 
And also there was, I saw someone carrying um, an anarchy flag. What were they rallying for? But of course, I mean, it was to demonstrate that they were against World War Africa. <laughs> what do you think would have happened in World War Africa? What was that all about? Uh, well, we understand that although our hero, Rick Tyler, did indeed assassinate the dictator of Libya, they put in place a body double to justify America going to war, which triggered World War Africa. We don't understand what World War Africa looked like. We don't know what was happening. We know that it was mentioned that 3 million civilians were killed. But how World War would it be if it was just located in Africa? That's right. That's a very good point. Real criminals. Real life. Real time. You're watching Smash Hit Events TV. Coming at you right here, right now, wherever you are. So this movie, how did it end up? Um, I think Rick Tyler was exonerated. He managed to get a confession from General Thatcher, confessing to the entire frame-up. Richard Tyler was freed, I imagine, at the end. He possibly continued to live a good life with Commander Wilson, who I hope was readmitted back into the military. Do you think that Rick Tyler and Commander Jill Wilson would have lived happily ever after? Well, look, he has been in prison for the last three years. Right. So he's possibly learnt to do a lot of things in there. That's right. He's a killer. That's what he's trained to do. Even on screen, I think he would have killed an excess of 10 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, we know that he has killed very high-profile people. Yes. He um, doesn't seem like an emotionally connected individual who would find it very easy to fall in love. No. We've, we've seen him be shot at point blank. Yeah, and survive. Yeah, he's, he's, he's had an astonishing career. Hmm. You look at reality TV stars today and they manage to parlay their 15 minutes of fame into TV deals, into sponsorship deals. What could he do? I don't he, know. He, could definitely, um, he could definitely become spokesperson for a, a soft drink company. Yeah, definitely. Or Glock. Yeah. Everything is glocktastic with a glock. <laughs> I reckon I reckon the ad would be him just walking down the street and a little old lady would come up to him and say, Hey, aren't you Rick Tyler? And he'd say, Yes, I am. And she'd say, Where's the local Quickie Mart? And he'd just take out his glock and just point down the street. There it is, ma'am. And she'd say, Thanks, Rick Tyler. Star swipe. Get a Glock. Everything's got classic with a Glock. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Not you. Do you smell that, Stuart? I think it's... Uh, I, I think, think it's... the popcorn's ready. Oh, my God. After knowing everything that you know about this film the 1982 version of the same name, Running Man, The Hunger Games, and every movie ever. What's your rating on this movie? Look, I keep going back to my favourite film that we've profiled so far, Lost in the Pacific, and I'm regretful that I only gave that three kernels. So with that in mind, I can only give this film two kernels out of five. I think that it was 
kind of dull. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that and give this movie uh, two, two kernels as well, two popped kernels. That's great. Well, to both of our listeners listening to us via the internet in your mother's basement, I'm Maxie. And I'm James. And until next time, we've been Popped Corn. I'm fucking this puppy. I'm fucking this puppy. I'm fucking this puppy. He's just lifting its tail.